Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Deborah Durst, the owner of Revitalize MD. A little bit about me. I am a traditionally trained MD with a specialty in emergency medicine, and I worked as a board-certified emergency physician for over 25 years. And I transitioned into my journey of anti-aging approximately 10 years ago and now have a practice that focuses on all, all things wellness, sexual wellness, and aesthetics. And so today we were going to talk a little bit about peptide therapy, and I have Samantha, my office manager, here with me so that she can point out any questions we might get about patients um, that maybe I don't address, um, and then she can you know, make sure that we answer those questions. Say hello, girl. Hi, everyone. I'm Samantha. Again, I'm the office manager. So I'm just here to help Dr. Durst talk about all the different types of peptides that we offer at RMD. So we'll talk in general about peptide therapy just because a lot of people ask about it. We get frequent calls and not a lot of people doing peptide therapy. And so we'll just talk in general, maybe name a couple different peptides. And then today I really want to dive deeper into um, BPC-157 which is a um, very utilized peptide um, by myself and one of my favorites. So um, my office thinks basically that I'm a little obsessed with BPC-157. But anyhow, so BPC, well, let's talk about peptides in general. So basically a peptide is really a protein. So they're made up of amino acids. And so they're simulating either hormones or neurotransmitters in the body. So it's really giving your body back a signal that it may have lost so that you have um, basically communication signals for various functions that your body is no longer producing on its own. And so they are synthetic, um, but they are identical to the peptides or the hormones in the body naturally. And so they aren't drugs and there aren't any side effects of them. And we definitely want to screen out patients um, to make sure that we're using them appropriately. And there's lots of different ones with lots of different usages. So I'm going to bring up just a couple. So one of my favorites is CJC 1295, and it is paired frequently with epimorlin. And what that peptide is, is a growth hormone peptide. So it's basically going to stimulate some growth hormone release in the body um, and get you back up to levels of growth hormone function that you didn't have, that you don't have now because growth hormone peaks at 20 and then goes down. So there's lots of good benefits of growth hormone. And this does it and stimulates your body's own release of growth hormone, growth hormone in a more natural way. So again, that's one peptide, an older version of that is Morlin. You know, a third generation of the CJC would be Tessamorlin. So those are three different peptides um, just with growth hormone stimulation. Another one that we frequently use is TB4, and we'll use that for inflammatory conditions and healing, and also use that for hair growth and regeneration. And I've started injecting that um, into the scalp, but we're not going to go into that in more detail now. TA1 is a um, immune modulator, and so it can be used in autoimmune conditions and very helpful. And melanotan is another one. Melanotan is used for tanning, um, but has other beneficial effects as well. So we'll go into melanotan in a separate um, podcast. And then also another common one is PT141. 
8141 is used for um, sexual um, dysfunction or improving sexual function, um, increased orgasmic strength, um, increased sensitivity, all of that. So lots of different peptides we can use. And the one, and there's a lot more than that, but those are just touching on what peptides we have available or a small amount of peptides that we have available. So the peptide we're going to talk about today is P BPC-157, um, which is body protective compound, and it's a common use one. Mm -hmm. And so Samantha will um, definitely attest to the fact that we have a lot of patients on BPC-157. Mm -hmm. okay, yeah. yeah. And the other thing I guess I should point out is that the peptides that we're talking about are injectable. So these are products that you're going to use at home and self-inject. Um, and those frequently require some kind of reconstitution. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we'll do that in the office first, just walk you through how to reconstitute them and how to dose them. You know, and we have dosing protocols that are going to get your results. And so that is one thing. Most of them are. BPC is one that you could potentially use in a capsule form. Um, but again, I think that the injectable forms are definitely yes, much more yeah. effective. So BPC-157, you know, again, is body protective compound. It is actually um, a 15 acid, a 15 amino acid peptide that is identical to a, a neurotransmitter that's in gastric juices. And so basically what it's doing is um, communicating with the body it doesn't have any direct effects, but but it does have a signaling pathway. So it does help to control inflammation, and it's a repair peptide. So does BPC really have, um, you know, repair magic that it works? And I believe it does. And, mm -hmm. um, and patients, likewise, also have great effects with BPC. So for acute injuries or acute pain, this is something that we frequently come back to, um, and then basically, you know, are there any side effects with BPC? And there aren't um, any side effects that we can really report, um, except for maybe local reactions when you're injecting. And mm -hmm. so again, sometimes maybe going a little bit deeper, going in a different location, and definitely um, alternating locations of injections are important. And then there aren't any known toxicities. So those are a few different points to know about BPC. So we get lots of calls from patients asking, what are the positive effects of BPC? And I know you're obsessed with it, but I've never actually sat in and listened to you talk about it. So what exactly are the positive effects that patients can get from BPC? Well, I think that that's, there's a whole list of them. Um, but, you know, the primary ones that I kind of always start with are, is that it can repair bone, tendon, and muscle. And so orthopedic repair is important. So if you have an acute injury, it repairs. If um, somebody has some chronic pain, it'll help repair. And so basically, um, those are reasons why we would use it. And frequently, even if they come in with an acute injury, but maybe have chronic back pain, they'll get improvement with BPC and both of those. And so mm -hmm. that's one of the um, one of the things we use it for frequently. Are there any others that we use it for? There's a lot of other reasons we can <laughs> use it, and, and I'm glad that you asked because now you'll know and be able to answer those questions um, once they come out of the room because sometimes it's a little overwhelming with all the things we list, although we do kind of print it out and mm -hmm. give it to them to go home with, but it can repair teeth. And so we've been using it with gums too just to see if that is something that it can repair with receding gum lines because 
there's nothing else you can do except surgery. Um, it can have, if you have a corneal abrasion or eye injury, it can help improve that. It actually helps with brain repair. And so that's something that's frequently used. Um, surgeries, it's a big thing. And you've already seen this where if people are having surgery, we want to get them on BPC as far out as we can prior to the surgery. So we usually do it, you know, one to two months perioperatively and then both postoperatively because it doesn't really matter what you're having surgery of. It helps because it, it basically allows inflammation, but modulates the inflammation so that you can't get too much inflammation, which is really what mm-hmm. um, impairs healing. And so that's why it's used. So even if somebody's having an intestinal surgery, it's good to get them on that. And um, decreases pain, decreases that inflammation that is that goes too far and impedes um, healing. Is BPC something that you can stack with other peptides or does it have to be used alone? So it's a good question. And with peptides in general, you can stack um, peptides because they're not drugs. So there aren't interactions. So you can stack different peptides. Some of them work um, synergistically and some of them you just want different effects. And so they can be used together. But this one works great with CJC-1295 and epimorlin because it actually, BPC increases your growth hormone receptor sensitivity and the growth hormone peptides such as CJC-1295 and epimorlin actually just increase your growth hormone in the body. So then when you increase your growth hormone and you're using BPC at the same time, then it works better because the receptors work better. So that is one thing that you can do. Um, and again, I think that when you pair them and you want really you know, extreme, like, executive brain function is what I kind of call it. It works really well and people have better brain clarity when you use BPC and CJC together. If say they're not treating an acute injury or an acute issue and they just want overall where your body's, you know, in prime condition and functioning, you can um, optimize growth hormone and Mm -hmm. then use BPC with it. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we don't frequently do, but we do, you know, some IV therapy, like for instance, for NAD and you see that, with um, opiate or any kind of drug addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't specifically treat drug addiction, but it can help. And so some people will come in and at least get a um, an IV or two of NAD. And you can actually use this. It decreases opiate um, tolerance as well. Oh, yeah. So BPC, that's one effect that we don't frequently use and you probably haven't heard of yeah, before. Yeah. So something we can always bring mm-hmm. up with like the NAD IV patients. So. So do you want to talk a little bit about Kara, one of our nurses, and her journey with BPC? Sure. I think that's a good um, a good case to bring up. Mm-hmm. And so Kara, you know, who is our lead nurse and who we absolutely adore, um, was in a bad accident in the fall. And so she had broken multiple bones, actually the most that I have ever seen in a patient um, in an accident that actually survived, you know, because she broke every extremity and every extremity in multiple places. And um, but didn't have any internal or brain or spinal injuries, which we're so thankful for. Mm-hmm. She's lucky to be alive and has went through a huge recovery phase. But we essentially, I was pushing for BPC. And again, she was on, she, she knows the beneficial effects of it and loves BPC. So we did wait until she was out of the ICU, um, but then started her on injections of BPC immediately after we did have a little break in that. And that's one time we did use capsules, but only Mm -hmm. because we were forced to, 
because she was in a rehab and COVID was going down. And so there was no access to, um, to have injectables and the um, rehab was willing to do capsules for that. So, so basically we have had her on it ever since. Again, she has a big recovery. I can't say, you know, I mean, her strength, her drive mm-hmm. to get better is her primary, um, you know, reason for such a good recovery so far, but she's still in the process Mm-hmm. Of recovering, but we've used PPC the entire time, um, and we've also started her on TB four, correct? Uh, TB four, yeah, yeah, because TB four also helps decrease inflammation, helps healing, and again, no adverse effects. Ideally, if we could have had her on injectables for two months okay. after, you know, would have been something that both Kara and myself, and you know, and her family would have loved to see. But we had a little break in that. But again, she's doing wonderfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, all things considered. And and again, most of that's probably just from her strength and her drive to get mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. We can't wait to have her back. So what do you think about having Kara or maybe Randy, another patient that is using BPC currently, coming on to the podcast and just talking a little bit about their patient experience with BPC? I think it's a great idea. They can walk them through, you know, their experience and, you know, where they started, what they were using it for, you know, how they've improved um, with the treatment. I think that's a great idea. And it gives people insight into, you know, personal stories Mm -hmm. and experiences. So it's a great idea. Well, keep an eye out for that on a future episode. And again, you can follow us on our social media. We'll link that below. And the best way to get in touch with us is just to reach out to the office by text or by call. And get scheduled with Dr. Durst. And and then I think also just make sure that you leave anything in the comments, any questions, um, and anything you might want to hear about in the future as well. And, you know, like the video and subscribe so that you can get future notifications. And then again, we're willing to deep dive into anything wellness, aesthetics, or sexual wellness. We're not afraid to talk about anything. So just leave any topic that you might want to cover in the comments. Remember, we're here to revitalize your look, your health, and your sex life. Thank you. Bye.